What is good, Divine Bookworms? Okay, I know it's been a while since I've read from The Science of Getting Rich by Dr. Wallace Waddles, a proven program, mental program, I believe, um, to increasing your wealth. If I remember this, the, the subtitle correctly, I'm going to go ahead and read off from page 41, and um, which is how to use the will. We're almost done. There's only 77 pages. If this is a repeat, I apologize. Um, part of the problem is I took, if I'm not mistaken, about three weeks off from reading from this book. But um, let's get into it. So it says, to set about getting rich in a scientific way, you do not try to apply your willpower to anything outside of yourself. You have no right to do so anyway. It is wrong to apply your will oh, to other men and women in order to get them to do what you wish done. It is as frequently wrong to coerce people by mental power as it is to coerce them by physical power. That's a whole word right there. If compelling people by physical force to do things for, for you reduces them to slavery, compelling them by mental means accomplishes exactly the same thing. I'm going to just say it right here, like especially a lot of the conversations that are going on, like even with relationships, this is, this is something worth thinking about, right? If the only difference is in methods, so one is talking about physical Physical forces to do things for you reduces them to slavery. Compelling them by mental means um, accomplishes exactly the same thing. If taking things from people by physical force is robbery, then taking things by mental force is robbery also. There is no difference in principle. You have no right to use your willpower upon another person even if it's for his own good, for you do not know what is for his good. The science of getting rich does not require you to apply power or force to any other person in any way whatsoever. Now, that is deep. There is not the slightest necessity for doing so. Indeed, any attempt to use your will upon others will only tend to defeat your purpose. You do not need to apply your will to things in order to compel them to come to you. That would simply be trying to coerce God and would be foolish and useless as it is irrelevant. You do not have to compel God to give you good things any more than you have to use your power to make the sun rise. You do not have to use your willpower to conquer an unfriendly deity or to make stubborn and religious forces do your bidding. That's a whole word. <laughs> Substance is friendly to you and is more anxious to give you what you want than you are to get it. To get rich, you need only to use your willpower upon yourself. That's a whole word. When you know what to think and do, then you must use your will to compel yourself to think and do the right things. That is the legitimate use of the will in getting what you want, to use it in holding yourself to the right course. Use your will to keep yourself thinking and acting in the certain way. 
Do not try to project your will or your thoughts or your mind out into space to act on things or people. Mm. What? You mean no uh, manifesting SLP? Well, I don't know. Maybe that's not what that meant. Anyways, keep your mind at home. It can accomplish more there than elsewhere. Use your mind to form a mental image of what you want and to hold a vision with faith and purpose and use your will to keep your mind working in the right way. I just had to go back up to that top one. It says, keep your mind at home. I think a lot of us are in other people's homes and other people's headspace. You have a lot of people living in your mind rent free. You know, you'll accomplish more in your home than elsewhere. That That's a word for somebody because, yeah, it's a lot going on right now at the time that I'm reading this. So it says, the more steady and continuous um, your faith and purpose, the more rapidly you will get rich. Because you will make only positive impressions upon substance. If and this this is this is so true too, because if you really are just being negative and projecting negative energy onto other people, you're that, that karma is so real that you're affecting yourself. You're not even doing your own housekeeping. You and other people's you know, th- these people are in your mind and you're so busy, you know, we talked in the previous podcast in the law of success about slander. And there's so much negativity and the only person really is is affecting you, right? Because if you stay in the energy of positive impressions, the positive impressions go upon substance, right? And it says here, the more steady and continuous your faith and purpose, the more rapidly you will get rich because you will make only positive impressions upon substance. So sometimes it's just not even worth staying in negative energy, you know, and that's a reminder for for me too. You know, <laughs> it says, and you will not neutralize or offset them by negative impressions. The pictures of your desires held with faith and purpose is taken up by the formless and permeates it to great distances throughout the universe for all I know. <laughs> As this impression spreads, all things are set moving towards this realization Every living thing, every inanimate thing, and the things yet uncreated are stirred toward bringing into being all which you want. All force begins to be exerted in that direction. All things begin to move toward you. That is so beautiful. Like I, I don't. I hope you were kind of visualizing all of these things, like this vortex coming in towards you of all. You know, every living thing, every inanimate thing, everything yet uncreated, stirred toward bringing into being all which you want, moving toward you. The minds of people everywhere are influenced toward doing the things necessary to the fulfilling of your desires, and they work for you unconsciously. Okay? Not through manipulation or um, forcing your will on them or mental manipulation, right? It says, and this is going to be interesting because um, I can tell you right off the bat, like when we're reading from the law of success, I'm, I'm going to start reading from that book. It talks about how our brains are cell towers and it talks a little bit about frequency, right? Um, and so that's that's a whole different principle that's put forth by Napoleon Hill, but it, it kind of talks about the unconscious. Um, 
but it says, but you can check all this by starting. Okay. It says you can check all this by starting a negative impression in the formless substance. Doubt or unbelief is a certain to start a movement away from your faith and purpose are to start one towards you. Okay. So it is by not understanding this that most people who try to make use of quote unquote mental science in getting rich make their failure. Every hour and every moment you spend in giving heed to doubts, fears, I'm going to put in there negativity. Every hour you spend in worry, every hour in which your soul is possessed by unbelief, sets a current away from you in the whole domain of intelligent substance. There's that word again, intelligent. Those of you who've been listening to my podcast, that, that word keep coming up, intelligent. It's important. All the promises are unto them that believe and unto them only. Notice how insistent Jesus was upon this point of belief. And now you know the reason why. Since belief is all important, it behooves you to guard your thoughts. And as your beliefs will be shaped to a very great extent by the things you observe and think about, it is imperative he says important (laughs) that you should command your attention and here the will comes into use for it is by your will that you determine upon which things your attention will be fixed right because the title of this chapter was the use of your will it is here the will comes into use for it is by your will that you that you determine upon what what things your attention will be fixed let me just kind of um skip ahead a little bit here because my battery's about to die. All right, let's let's try to push through it here. Um <clears throat> I lost my spot. Which is not helping because in my mind I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm trying to get this done. <laughs> Before my battery dies. Um, oh my gosh, you guys, I'm like low key. Like, you know, when you're nervous, and I, I, you can't even see me, anyways. Uh, I apologize. It says you do not. This is weird. I can't seem to find it. It says, uh, and it was a short chap. It was a short paragraph too. Yeah, it behooves you. Here we go. So it says, if you want to become rich, you must not make a study of poverty. Right? We talked about that. Things are not brought into being by thinking about their opposites. Health is never attained by studying disease and thinking about disease. Righteousness is not to be promoted by studying sin and thinking about sin. Now, that's deep. That's that's a word for pastor, but let me leave that alone. It says, and no one ever got rich by studying poverty and thinking about poverty. Medicine as a science of disease has increased disease. Mm. Religion as a science of sin has promoted sin. <laughs> and economics as a study of poverty will fill the world with wretchedness and want. Do not talk about poverty. Do not investigate it um, or concern yourself with it. Never mind what it co- what its causes are. You have nothing to do with them. 
What concerns you is the cure. And that triggers me every time I read it and hear it and, you know, but I'm going to allow it to just wash away and purge some of the things I already think like, you know. It says, do not spend your time in charitable work or charity movements. All charity only tends to perpetrate the wretchedness it aims to eradicate. And we can see that. Um, Thankfully, maybe to spare you, (laughs) um, you know, I I probably will mention it in another podcast when I recharge my battery here. But, um, you know, it says all charity only tends to perpetrate the wretchedness it aims to eradicate. And you can see that when we talk about prison reform, you know, um, and now we let people out who have had aggravated assault. And I know exactly what I'm talking about. Like I see the cases every day. And then the person has two counts of aggravated assault and one count of um, uh, indecent exposure. And then the fourth um, charge that they have, they have an escalation of um, of robbery and um, harming this woman. Um, and but we say, well, we want to reform them and we want to rehab them and we want to be nice to them and those things in, of charity tend to perpetrate the wretchedness that we're trying to eliminate in our society, right? It says, I do not say that you should not be hard-hearted or unkind and refuse to hear the cry of need, but you must not try to eradicate poverty in any of the conventional ways. And the key word there also is conventional. It says, put poverty behind you and put all that pertains to it behind you and make good. Get rich. This is the best way to help the poor. And you cannot hold that mental image, which is to make you rich. If you fill your mind with pictures of poverty, do not read books or papers, which give circumstantial accounts of the wretchedness of the tenant dwellers or the horrors of child labor and so on. Do not read anything which fills your mind with gloomy images of want and suffering. Being reminded again, Y'all, right? It says, you cannot help the poor in the least by knowing about these things. And the widespread knowledge of them does not tend at all to do away with poverty. What tends to do away with poverty is not the getting of pictures of poverty in the mind, but getting pictures of wealth into the minds of the poor. And I think that that's really um, beautiful for me. And I'm going to start reading more from the Law of Success the Master Wealth um, Building Complete and Original Lesson Plan. I think that that just gave me the animus I needed to go from reading it twice a week to now I'll just read 30 minutes every day. And as I'm programming and conditioning my mind and fixing my mind on things of wealth and images of wealth, it's going to mean that I'm going to have 30 minutes less to consume other things that maybe pull me into a mindset of poverty and lack and, you know... Uh, cupidity. (laughs) All right. So I love that. It says, what tends to do away with the poverty is not getting the pictures of poverty into your mind, but getting pictures of wealth into the minds of the poor. You are not deserting the poor in their misery when you refuse to allow your mind to be filled with pictures of that misery. Poverty can be done away with, not by increasing the number of well-to-do people who think about poverty, but by increasing the number of poor people who purpose with faith to get rich. 
right? So I can add to the voices of people who talk about the purpose with faith to getting rich, the laws of success. Um, I recommend you listen to the intro that I just did. And um, I was waking up, but as I started to read more, um, there's some beautiful things in there and it has to do a lot with inner work and it's not just about the tangible, which is still important, but all of the inner work that goes into the process of becoming wealthy and successful. So moving on here, it says, the poor do not need charity. They need inspiration, right? Charity only sends them a loaf of bread to keep them alive in their wretchedness or give them an entertainment to make them forget for an hour or two. But inspiration will cause them to rise out of their misery. If you, you know, um, from the law of success, if you guys listen to that one, it talks a little bit about enthusiasm, right? That's the same thing. Inspiration, enthusiasm. If you want to help the poor, demonstrate to them that they can become rich. Prove it by getting rich yourself. And I'm working on that. Um, buckling down, going strong for the rest of the year. Um, putting in the work, starting to see results and the consistency and the effort. You know, these things take time. It's, it's that 365 days out of the year and that 36 months and and being consistent and disciplined. But when I, when I you know, it's a, it's a continuum um, and different milestones, but it will put me in a better position to reach back and really help people the way that I want to. It says, the only way in which poverty will ever be banished from this world is by getting a large and consistently increasing number of people to practice the teachings of this book. Um, you know, I always recommend that you guys download the PDF. I'm, I'm used to reading it from my cell phone, but I, I'm having to read it off my laptop. So you just type in the Science of Getting Rich PDF and it will pop right up. It's in a Microsoft Word and you can download it. And it's it's there for easy access. And um, uh, that reminds me, I need to get copies of this book. I've been um, saying that. but And there, oh, it's only like, I think you can get it for like three or five bucks. It's less than five bucks. And just start giving them to people and sharing them with people. Like that's an unconventional method of um, charity, right? Um, so it says people must be taught to become rich by creation, not by competition. That was a great chapter. I hope you guys remember that one. You can revisit that one. It says every man who becomes rich by competition throws down behind him the ladder by which he rises and keeps others down. But every man who gets rich by creation opens a way for thousands to follow him and him or her and inspires them to do so. You are not showing hardness of heart or an unfeeling disposition when you refuse to pity poverty, I pity the fool, <laughs> right? Oh my gosh. Um, it says, it says um, you are not showing hardness of heart or an unfeeling disposition when you refuse to pity poverty. See poverty, read about poverty or think or talk about it or to listen to those who talk about it. Use your willpower to keep your mind and he put in all caps here off. Keep your mind off the subject of poverty and keep it fixed with faith, faith and purpose. And he puts it all caps on the vision of what you want. And, um, you know, today, as I'm reading this, it's the day of Thursday, you know, um, 
it has to do with expansion and and um and things surrounding wealth and titles and deeds and finances and all of that stuff enterprise um and so I hope that if you're listening to this on a Thursday that that's the the what expands in your mind right and this is a reminder for me to um it it just it, it's helping me to recalibrate and recenter you know keep my mind you know fixed on the vision of what I want okay and um if I want to be successful and I want to be wealthy you're welcome to join me I mean, like I said I'm going to start reading from the law of success by Napoleon Hill and I think that even reading this chapter has allowed me to kind of just go from I was dabbling with whether to do it on Mondays and Thursdays but I think that I do need to be reading half an hour every day anyway, so you're welcome to join me there. It will be more of a musing style, um, kind of similar to what I've been doing with this one as as we're going through. I think that I won't necessarily read all of it verbatim. Um, I think that I might have to go through and highlight some of the things that stick out to me and share it with you, and um, you're you're welcome to join me for that. So. Um, next week, I need to put this in the notes. Um, we're going to go into the further use of the will, page 46. Um, uh, since there was a little bit of lapse since the last time I read, I kind of lost my spot. I apologize if I had to reread some of the um, stuff. But um, yeah, we're going to be on page 46 of 77. And then after that, we have um, acting in a certain way. Let me see. Efficient action. I feel like we might have already. And then getting into the right business. And then impressions of increase. The advancing man. I think we're a little bit further than I than I thought. And um, some cautions and concluding observations. But it is what it is. I think maybe we just all needed that reminder. So I'm, and the good thing is about keeping it on my pod, on my um, laptop, is it's gonna stay on on here. Versus on my my um cell phone, I it kept every time I would refresh the page, it would, I would lose my spot. So. And this book, he doesn't have chapters, so that kind of threw me off too. So the next one, next week, we're going to be going into further use of the will. And I'm going to make a little note to myself, too, in my notepad. So I hope this was a blessing to you. Until the next podcast, I'm wishing you a positive, upbeat, and productive week. Remember to keep your vision on the things that we want. And the uh, part of us having discussions about wealth building is, you know, releasing the limiting beliefs about what wealth is. And again, I encourage you to check out the intro to um, Law and Success because um, maybe about after the first maybe six minutes, I start to read from the principles. And it's surprising because we talk a lot about personality and enthusiasm and we learn about um, law of attraction and increasing returns and a lot of it has to do with inner work and how we believe things and how we interact with other people and how to be, um, have a pleasing personality, really. Uh, very interesting stuff. So, all right, until the next podcast, peace.